You came to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Crystals to Cocktails. We are so happy to have you here. Uh, Today, we're going to be getting into an incredible topic. We don't heal through isolation, we heal through connection. But first, we're going to have Linz pull a card from the crystal deck. So Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because as you were just talking, Kelsey, I, I, I pulled it. I, I did it. Um, so it's in front of me right now. And uh, this crystal understood the assignment because she literally matches our outfits wearing a little like matching uh, tequila hoodies. Again, second week in a row. And this crystal is called Celestite, I believe. Um, It's spelt like celestial and then tight, you know. Um, Toy. (laughs) Very toy. And it's a a stone that soothes. So uh, this is the description. Um, This purple blue beauty. It says... Soothe your soul. Trust the things that happen in life for a reason. It's natural to worry about the unknown, but try tapping into hope instead. Most of the time, the things you worry about don't actually end up happening. Facts. (laughs) And when you look back, you realize how much time and energy was wasted stressing over something you had little control over. Of course, take action when you believe you can help or change the outcome of a situation. If not, try to replace any anxiety or tension with more positive thoughts. Soothe your mind, body, and spirit with the comforting notion that it will all be okay in the end and the universe will unfold as it should. Am I getting misty-eyed? This is beautiful. Um, So some core questions. How does worry serve you? Can you tell yourself to ease your worries? crystal action. This is a great affirmation to use um, when holding this crystal. You can say, I trust that all will be well. So today, let go of any worry by finding a reason to fill up that space with hope instead. I love her. I do too. She's beautiful. She's perfect in every way. (laughs) (laughs) So let's kick it. (laughs) Awesome. So I'm I'm actually really glad this was a topic that Haley had come up with. And I felt like we all were immediately like, ding, 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 this is the perfect topic, because not only does it resonate on so many different levels, but I feel like everyone can relate to this, especially after the crazy years that we've been living in. Um, Because isolation has become a little bit normal. And it's become encouraged at times. And um, I think that it's really important to uh, remember that isolation is not the way we were designed to live, right? And so obviously with certain things happening in the world lately, it's become more normalized. Um, But when it comes to your mental health, isolation is something to be very conscious of, especially when it's a matter of dealing with a situation and the first step you take, um, you know, receding from friends, family, people who you could talk to and potentially help. Yeah, I feel like, 
isolation is fine in small doses, right? Like anything. <laughs> like if you're in jail and you get told that you're being put in isolation, are you like, yes, fuck yes. I get to be put in isolation. No, because then you are shut off from the world. And as humans, we crave connection. And even if you're an introvert, like Haley is such an introvert, but I guarantee if someone was like, hey, we're going to put you in isolation where you can't see your friends or family for two months, you can't see anyone that you love, then that would be a problem. Um, And being able to have those consistent connections can help pull you out of a depressive state uh, that I have been going through a lot lately. And I have gotten to these points where I've just been so low and my initial reaction is to retreat. Like I don't want to converse with people. I don't want to engage with people. I just want to be alone and then on the same token I'm like but where is everyone and why don't they love me and why am I alone right so that's not what I actually want it's just what I it's just what that those emotions are telling me uh but I feel so much better when I get to connect with the people that love and care about me um and are really showing me that they're there to support me and you do, again, this goes back to asking for help because people don't know what they don't know, right? So no one's going to know that you're really going through it unless you you verbalize that and you state that to them. Uh, so that's where yeah. I've been at with that lately. And I think it's important to remember too that a lot of times when those like depressive emotions or depressive episodes happen, the first thing that feels like it will help is isolation. Like that is like almost the normal response, but it's something that you have to just keep in the back of your mind when you see it happening, when you feel it happening, when you start being conscious of the emotions that you take once you start feeling just that like sadness and just like that, you know, overwhelming emotion that you don't want to deal with. Um, you know, the first thing that you want to do is not the first thing that is going to make it better. So I think that there's something to be said for, like you said, Kelsey, a small dose of initial isolation. Maybe that helps you process. Maybe you do better processing, focusing alone. Um, but there's, there's a time where connection will lead to the healing understanding and gaining a better understanding in isolation is one thing, but I think that we can all agree that we don't feel like healing takes place there. I mean, how many, uh, have you guys been there before, you know, isolated for a little bit too long? That was um, my whole year last year, <laughs> looking back You're like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You just lose all social skills and <laughs> you really do do in real life now. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. Um, I just know I've definitely done it. And, um, when you start, it's hard to get out, you know? And I just feel like, yeah, it's, it's so much. And then like you put more pressure on, you know, getting back out there and talking to people. But so we've all been there before, right? How many times have you been there before? And then all you did was like, talk to one of your best friends and then also you're just like, (gasps) I feel so much better. Like your energy is life, (laughs) you know, it's everything. So as soon as you get a little dose of that from somebody else besides yourself, 
it just changes everything. So I'm just saying like the quickest way out of that, like isolation is just reach out to like one of your best friends. And mm-hmm. I promise like right after you're going to feel so much lighter and happy and hopeful. And so I, think I know it's times, God. I'm sorry, Haley. I was just saying, like, I think a lot of times what keeps people or what has kept me in the past from reaching out when I felt like I needed it is that I felt like I'd be inconveniencing someone with my feelings. You know, I felt like if I were to, you know, just dump, you know, everything that's going on up here on a friend or on a family member that it would just, that I, I almost wanted to protect their energy more than I wanted to help my own, you know? And I think that what is a great thing about uh, just being self-aware in these moments is understanding that people love you and people want you to feel better and people want you to feel happy and people probably are missing you and just kind of wondering where you're at. And I think a lot of times we put ourselves in more of an isolated state. Like you said, Kelsey, we can be asking ourselves like, oh my gosh, why isn't anyone reaching out? I haven't heard from people. And it's just this like cycle where you're putting yourself in a situation um, and wondering why you're there. Well, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's almost like give your give yourself the same respect that you would give other people, right? Like if you knew one of your friends was struggling, you would be like, why didn't you reach out to me? I want to be there for you. Like I want to help take some of that burden away from you. I want to do whatever I can to help help you get out of this funk. Uh, and I read something the other day that I want to touch on because I think that this is where a lot of people's minds can go to. I have a bad habit of isolating when I am sad or depressed. Part of it is because I don't want to drain the happiness of those around me or burden them with my problems. Another part is because my mental state is fragile and I don't need any more negativity to make me feel worse than I already do. And that last piece, like I don't need any more negativity to make me feel worse than I already do, I think is something that people can really get stuck on and take into account who you're surrounding yourself with or who you're confiding in. Because if it's somebody that you've gotten a negative response from before, they're not going to want to be the person to re- that you should reach out to uh, or that you're going to want to connect with when you feel like you're in this space of isolation, right? You want to reach out to someone that you know is going to support you and you know that is going to Uh, be there for you and be that positive connection during this time frame and if you feel like you don't have it reach out like reach out to me (laughs) I'm not even kidding like reach out to someone that you know is going to just be there for you actually this reminds me Kelsey um and you too I think that you were just talking about like texting you know Uh, this just reminds me that we all should be doing more of this just random check-in texts with our friends because, you know, you, got, you girls were just talking about, I don't want to, you know, bring their energy down or whatever. I totally get it. Cause I, I do the same thing. Um, but when somebody does reach out to me, when I'm in that state, I don't lie. You know what I mean? I just say like, I'm actually not doing great. And like that person obviously cares about you because they asked, So maybe that's the person that you start connecting with that day to get you out of that, you know, isolation. Yeah. And I think that's a great point, Haley, you know, never assume 
that someone's not reaching out because they don't want to. You, I think it's better to give people the benefit of the doubt. And if you actually are like, you know, where's, where's Kelsey been lately? I haven't heard from her. Like, you know, and just sending that, like thinking about you text can make a really big difference. And I know we're kind of talking about being on the other side of this situation, but I think once you've experienced it yourself, you know how powerful just getting a message like that can be and how that can just make you feel so thought of, you know? And I think being able to do that for your friends. And like you said, Haley, especially like, you know, nowadays people may, might not be seeing their friends as often as they want to. And I know that just also happens with growing up and moving and living further apart, but it's like, you know, those check-ins, it's a great, it's the reason technology is great, right? Keeps us all right. connected. Well, um, I'll speak yeah. from like, not necessarily fully being on the other side of it, honestly, because I, I've said it a few times, I've really been going through it lately. Um, one of the biggest reasons as of late is my biological dad passed away and there's a lot of like heaviness surrounding that uh the relationship that like I had when he was here and the the or lack thereof and just there's so many different emotions when you're dealing with um not only the loss of a parent but then also the loss of a parent where you didn't have the relationship when they were living that you had hoped for um and on top of other life stresses, I'm not like going to get into my life story right now, but it's been like, I've been kind of in and out of this depressive funk and it's a lot easier to coach people through, um, overcoming situations than it is when you're in it, obviously. (laughs) And, uh, Haley has reached out to me so often that I don't, she's like one of the people that's really helped me through this because if I didn't have somebody checking in on me, I would be a lot lower. Um, and I do feel like I'm at the very tail end of it. I felt so great the past few days and I'm, you know, obviously like grief comes in waves and you never know when it's going to hit, but I'm starting to feel more like myself. Uh, and she's reached out to be like, Hey, all right, like, are you working out? Or just even to check in and be like, how are you doing? Like, those things mean so much more than you can ever imagine. And um, I do think that it's important to, to just like keep that at the forefront of your mind. If you haven't heard from someone in a while, just like, Hey, what's going on with you? Like would love to get together or would love to just like you go, you guys get on a quick call and do like a video chat or like have a drink or whatever it may be. Um, Just those simple little thoughts can mean so much. And I think that's a great reminder too, Kelsey, of like, as humans, we are social by nature, even the most introverted person to some degree craves some connection. And, um, you know, those little moments where we can connect with one another are, they seem so small, right? But it actually, like you just said, Kelsey, can make a really huge impact on how someone's doing or pulling yourself out of a place. Yeah, I mean, what we've gone, like, it's been two weeks since we recorded last, I think, and just <laughs> us, us getting on this call, we were all yep. so like, excited and giddy and just, like, pumped to, like, be talking with each other, and we're recording, but we get to like, catch up a little bit before, a little bit in between, a little bit after, and I know, like, 
we've just missed each other so much. This is a routine now, right? We generally are recording every week. So when there's like a week where we miss it, it's kind of like, ah, normally I'm recording on Wednesday. What the fuck? (laughs) Right. There's actually other ways besides just, I mean, obviously there's actually other, there's other ways besides just like connecting with like your friends and whatever family um, to get out of the isolation. And I'm only saying this because like, I just recently isolate a lot. I'm a major introvert. So, um, but you know, like I was saying last episode, I started going like on runs and walks just to get out in nature. It just really helps with my mindset and everything. So um, on my run, I just like started like looking up instead of looking at the, at the ground and looking in people's eyes and just like waving and just seeing them smile back at me that I felt it like there's no words but I felt it with my whole body. And I'm like, wow, that just smile just meant so much to me. And I know it meant so much to them. Mm-hmm. And like, also just yesterday, um, I went to like FedEx and I had to go something, get something printed. And um, at just the lady that was talking to me, we were talking about like the new year and she's like, it's really hard to get back in the groove of things. And old me, like, like I said, I'm super introverted, very shy. I would be like, <laughs> and I would just not say anything, but I was like, instead of being quiet, I was like, she, she clearly like, wants to talk to me and I know I could help with this conversation. So I, I just started having a regular conversation with her and, you know, I actually think I'm going to be helping her. Um, with her health and fitness and everything, but I could have just let that go. And when I left that store, I was like, my whole cup was full. I'm like, wow, just that one conversation with a stranger made me so happy. And I know it made her happy. Um, because when we first, when I first got there, she was just like, kind of rude. You know, she was like, it's pretty busy. Maybe like, she, she basically told me that I sh- it's, I came at a bad time. So I was like, okay. I looked at her right in her yeah, I looked at right in her eyes. I was like, should I come tomorrow? And then as soon as I said that, she goes, she like slowed down and we like had a conversation and it was just fucking great. And just one more thing, like you could volunteer. I know like when you're like in isolation, you don't want to do shit, but making it different somehow, it just is so good for the soul. Yeah. When you feel helpless help, right. It just, yes, yes helps get you out of that depressive state like gratitude and giving actually this these were two prominent things in my journaling over the past several weeks when I was going through it I that was those were two things I kept writing down kept writing down things I was grateful for and I kept trying to figure out like how can I give and it doesn't need to be anything crazy with the giving right like I was like okay I can't give a ton of my energy right now like I want to give all of these ways like there's so many different ways I want to give but right now it, it was like a state of I just need to to be here for me but even just giving the support to the people in your life like my giving was being there for my brothers and being able to you know to connect with them and uh kind of like reconnecting with my ex stepmom or step whatever and these little ways that 
didn't, they don't feel astronomical, but I know that being there in those moments mattered and showing up in those moments mattered. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, she said, give, like, I don't really have much to give right now. Give, like Haley said, a smile when you're out in public, give a hug to your friend, uh, like give your dogs a treat. I don't know. There's a million different ways that you can give and it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal to you, but to other people, it could really mean the world. I love that Kelsey. And I love, um, the idea of being honest about where you're at. You know, I think that a lot of times what comes with isolation can be a healthy dose of negative self-talk, right? Especially if you're someone who uh, finds yourself kind of going through these waves of emotions from time to time, you can really do some damage beating yourself up, asking yourself why you can't do more, why, why you just, why everything feels so hard right now. And that is just so not the route to go. Just be gentle with yourself and be honest. When someone asks for a little bit more of you, if you don't have that to give, that's a great opportunity to open up to that person. Um, and just tell them like, Hey, like, I'm just feeling like my cup is dry (laughs) right now. And I don't, I don't have a lot to give, but here's what I can do. Or I don't have a lot to give, but I'd love to touch like touch back on this in a few days, if that's okay with you, you know, and just being vocal. And also that just gives some air and some life to how you're feeling. It validates how you're feeling. And it kind of gets the elephant out of the room because a lot of times with isolation, no, you're not talking about it <laughs> with anyone. Cause it's a little uncomfy. Um, but the important thing is to talk about it, even if you're just acknowledging that it's there, because a lot of times that alleviates a lot of the pressure, a lot of the negative self-talk, um, and some of the negative emotion that comes along with that feeling like you're in a funk kind of feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's all I ever want to say, and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna have to go with something else. Um, uh, too, though, you guys, you know, it's funny because we're talking about how being social can really help when you're feeling like just this kind of like low. Um, but I want to emphasize that being social is way more impactful in these certain situations when it's, um, directly texting a friend, directly calling or FaceTiming a friend or hopping on like a video chat, um, like Zoom or going for a walk with someone um, versus stalking all your friends on social media. Um, because sometimes what that can do is, again, just perpetuate a little negative self-talk. It can lead to a little comparison. It can lead to um, also just like not being present with this emotion. And again, just like running from the reality of where you're at. Um, so I think it's important to set a little social media boundary because also guys, I think what you'll find is that if you're isolating and you've cut yourself off of social media, there's really not much else to do. Um, you know, when you're kind of in that, um, numbing avoidance mindset. And so setting some boundaries and what's really great is that you can, if you have like an iPhone, I know you can set limitations with certain apps. And I think that that's one of the healthiest things you can do anyways. Um, but also make sure that if you are choosing to be on social media, you're following accounts that are real, um, maybe accounts they're 
there's so many on there right now that like talk about mental health and normalize mental health and wellness and, um, you know, serve you content that you can relate to versus making you feel worse. Mm, Absolutely. I have one, one more thing to say about all this. Like just, just because I see people isolating all the time because I have a, a big business and I, um, I run this like 24 seven accountability zoom link. <laughs> and when I, I can tell when people isolate, cause they're not there anymore. You know what I mean? So that's when I, you know, can send those texts and all that. But, um, I just, it's so much easier to say than to do, but just try to get out before you think that you should, you know, only because like, since I see it all the time, I see how they are like, um, I mean, I, you know, I could see sometimes if they actually do post on social media that they're not doing good. They're not doing good. They're not doing good. They're thinking bad. They're just all up in their head. And the second that they come back, usually because of a text that somebody sent them, they say, I have, like, I cannot believe that I let myself be away from you for so long. Like, I feel so much better. Like, Every single time, everyone's like, I wish I came back sooner. So just if you can, even if it doesn't feel right, try. Yeah, I love that. Great advice. Because I mean, what's, what's going to be worse, right? Trying or, or you're just going to be exactly where you are. So you might as well try when you feel that burst of motivation and energy. And, you know, you feel like a little bit like lighter in that moment, capitalize on that, you know? I love that. Well, you know, you know, when like you're scared to do something and so you put it off and then it just gets <laughs> scarier. And so you're basically feeding your fear. Yeah. The same thing happens with isolation. Mm-hmm. So the longer you let it go, like you're feeding it and it's just gonna, it's going to be harder to get out. So yeah, just try to get out um, before you think that you should. Mm-hmm. And also guys, just know there's nothing wrong with you. You know, I just want yeah, to emphasize that too. You know, like obviously we're talking about these topics on here because we relate to them and have experienced them and go through it. So don't think that like something's like, you know, detrimentally wrong with you or that you are any less of a person um, or, you know, yeah. Or like not doing as well as someone else because you're experiencing these feelings. Like people, if someone says they don't go through this, like I'm calling their bluff. <laughs> I think this is a very real human experience. That's just not talked about a lot. Yeah. And, um, so I read a quote, quote by Brene Brown that said, uh, I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard and valued when they can give and receive without judgment and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So, you know, can, that is such a huge piece of of connection. Like that is connection. And I think that drawing, drawing connection from within healthy relationships, right? Like, Mm -hmm. again, like going back to what I was saying earlier um, with you know, wanting to not connect with people because you feel like they might make you feel worse. Just being cognizant of who you're surrounding yourself with when you are in this depressive state or when you're feeling like you want to isolate. And there's like actual like scientific like benefits of human connection, you know? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you think there's like literally a, a service? I don't think it probably doesn't exist now during COVID, but I like heard a commercial on the radio or something that people get paid to cuddle other people. Oh yeah, you shut your day on them. <gasps> I've heard of it. Not like I've looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my gosh, you think a little truth or tequila action? Absolutely. All righty then. <laughs> I'm gonna go with truth. Oh my gosh, same. Kelsey chose truth, so I'm choosing truth. <laughs> we doing a whole nother round of truths here, or what? How you feeling, hey? Yeah, I'm trying not to drink this month, so good luck to me. All right, looks Let's like do it. Truth. Good thing I have a great question lined up for us, you guys. Okay, good. Um, and this is kind of cool because it kind of has to do with like friends and socialness. So um, I want to know if you had to pick one of your traits to be remembered by, just one, what would you choose? I, Haley, <laughs> would definitely choose authenticity for sure. Mm-hmm. You're gonna- I can say already that you stand out to me just as in, in like my mind of friends. That's like a word that definitely comes to mind when I think of you. That yeah. is a great compliment. Thank you. Are you going to expound on that a little bit? We need your why. Do you, why do you want to be remembered? Oh, we're going to expound. I mean, <laughs> I've been told by so many people that like just by me being me helps them be them. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really want out of life, you know? And I just personally cannot be fake. And um, I, I love that about me because I don't know, I help other people. I just keep it real. And I just, I, that's, I mean, it's pretty hard to find real in this fake ass world nowadays. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kels, what about you? I would say my vulnerability. Yes. Not something that I would generally, well, in the past, I should say, I wouldn't wear that as a badge of honor, but in the past I wasn't vulnerable and I kept everything to myself and I was a selfish individual. And I feel like vulnerability is such a superpower because you are able to show others that you're showing up authentically because you're always showing up as yourself. And during these dark times, I've still showed up because I want to show people that my life isn't always rainbows and butterflies. And I do go through dark seasons too. And there's such a beautiful duality to life. And though these times hurt, I know that they're happening for a reason and that I'm going to overcome it. And I will never not be vulnerable because, um, I just think that it shows such grit as a human and that you are, you're just always being you. So I guess that kind of like, I almost piggybacks off of the authenticity because I think they kind of go hand in hand. That I love that Kelsey. I totally, I have feel like, again, like that's something that is so true to you. Um, that essence of vulnerability and just kind of wearing it on your sleeve, you know? Um, 
I think if I had to pick and my first thought was like, I want people to remember me for being funny and making them feel good. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think I don't have to wish for that. I think it might just happen naturally, but if I were to make one wish of what someone to remember me for outside of like humor, I think that I want like people to remember me for my loyalty because I feel like once you're my friend, like you are in once, if you're my family member, you are in like, I am a ride or die. I don't care how much time has passed. If we've talked yesterday or if we talked last year, like I am one of those friends who's very um, consistent and I feel like you always know what you're going to get with me. Um, and it's because I want to bring like the best version of myself to the table for this relationship that we have, because it, I honor and value my relationship so deeply. Um, and yeah, I just feel like I'm, I'm always want to be the person that someone feels good to, to lean on. Yeah, you absolutely are such a loyal friend. Yeah, um, you are. Honestly, I'm so glad that we're in. We're in. We're in. <laughs> um, I think that w- what's wild is all three of those words could be used to describe each one of us as well. You know what I mean? Like authenticity and loyalty. I think that all three of us are like identify with those things to our core. So while we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, all right. Have a great week and we will catch you next week. You guys. I Bye. love you. Bye.